0: It's Friday, and that means another successful week of driving the American economy forward. Let's go. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever it is that you decide to make Big Sky Sports Talk a part of your day, my family and I greatly appreciate it. You have found the only podcast in the world completely devoted to the coverage of the four major franchises of one major market, and that's Phoenix, Arizona. We do it a little bit differently, we do it from Big Sky Country, Billings, Montana. We cover ASU football and ASU basketball to go along with it. Let's go. Yes, Monday through Friday you can hear us. Um, yeah, another another Friday, another weekend is on the horizon. I hope all is well. I hope your Thursday went good. Um, I had a good off day, spent some time with my sister and my uh, niece Charlie and nephew Landon and um, Jeremy as well. Um, a little bit of time with my with my mom and JD. Um, they were they were gone for a good portion, and, and then I played some video games, which I don't really do a whole lot of, but that that's what I uh, did yesterday. And then, of course, got the dreaded update that the Diamondbacks get spanked nine to nothing against the Mets, and we'll get into that a little bit later. And perhaps a little bit of a rant, yeah. I definitely feel one coming, uh, as far as that goes. But I hope you're doing well. Um, and congratulations to making it another Friday. And you you've worked hard all week. You've earned that pillow. You've earned that night out on the town or whatever it is that you like to do with uh, with your spouse or or girlfriend or or just, uh, you know, if you're like me, you just spend time with your family all the time. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I hope you enjoy it and, and uh, it's it's good stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, I, I don't think I have a whole lot going on. Um, it was just, just, like I said, a, a good day. Um, myself and Charlie set up the sanctuary for um the gatherings on sunday i i do that on thursdays now because i'm um i'm off and might as well then we went to have some ice cream and um both of us not together because that's weird she's my niece but um i fell asleep on the couch and she was tired and went to a room and um everybody else well with the exception of jeremy went to work Uh, jeremy was off and so he hung out, but um, I think he tinkered around outside a little bit because at one point in time I woke up and the house was completely silent. The dogs were put up. I don't know if he put them up because he thought that I might be sleeping most of the time like I was, but I did wake up and then shortly after he got there and then an hour after that um, everybody was home and uh, we went on a Walmart run with um, myself, Landon, and Charlie. Got some um something to snack on and yeah that was, that was it. Had um um had a I had a burger uh left over from um the fourth of July uh holiday and uh and then I had some ribs left over from uh last last Sunday, uh from when I went uh to uh uh, Aaron and Jackie Acosta's house uh, It was myself Dustin, and a couple of us went over there. I had some great ribs. I'm not even sure if I remember mentioning that to you guys, but that was um this past Sunday and he invited a bunch of us over and it was it was a good time and uh he gave me some ribs and so I had that for uh, for lunch and then a burger for for dinner so that that was that was pretty much my day um yeah pretty pretty successful day uh just kind of relaxing and and hanging out um it was it was good but anyway i had a good day but the diamondbacks definitely did not and so we'll get into more of that here next how long is the leash for Ryan Nelson. Mike Hazen, Tori Lovello, what are you doing? I understand that he's a rookie, but we have to make a change. There has to be someone out there that you can go get Mike Hazen and make this team better. Every day that the Diamondbacks... And you, Mike Hazen, decide not to go get somebody is a day that you are saying, We don't want to win bad enough and we don't want to make a deep run in the playoffs. That's what you're saying. Every day you do that because clearly, and the bullpen will let things go from time to time. I talked about that uh, the other day. Um, Zach Davies is a lost cause. Why is he still here and right now today, my rant is what's going on with Ryan Nelson? Why haven't you made a change? Diamondbacks lose and get swept to the Mets nine to nothing. nine to nothing, seven. Of those earned, uh, of those runs, are earned by Ryan Nelson. He goes three innings, giving up nine hits, seven earned runs, and only striking out one. A five point one nine ERA. Dre Jamison, um, not uh, well. Actually, uh, in retrospect, a lot better. He goes three innings, gives up five hits, only two earned runs. Striking out two and walking one, a 3.32. Why is Dre Jamison still a long reliever? I can probably tell you why, but it doesn't make any sense because, well, we don't want him. We don't want to shake things up. We like where Dre Jamison is. Why? Why? Why can't you give him another shot? I mean, swap the two. Ryan Nelson, you go in as a, a long reliever. Let's bring. Up, Dre Jamison. Still need to go out and get somebody. This is not going to fix the issue, but I mean, you've given Ryan Nelson a chance. Give Dre Jamison another chance. Um, I mean, they both went the same amount of innings, but and you, I mean, you did that for Dre Jamison uh, because he's a reliever, and that's what you call him as such. Even though he has starting pitching quality um he gives up far less hits, well i say far less of oh, be you know four less, and then of course um five less earned runs um struck out one more unfortunately walked one more, but um a whole almost a whole two. Uh, points of an ERA difference, 5.19 Ryan Nelson, 3.32 Trey Jamison. Uh, Ruiz shuts the door with one inning, giving up one hit, walking one, striking out three, 5.26. Adams pitched an inning, one hit, uh, one strikeout, 3.75. And then um, Carson Kelly actually pitched an inning, pitched better than Ryan Nelson, one hit, um, one walk. Um 0.00 ERA is Carson Kelly. Perdomo, 0 for 3. Cateau Marte, 1 for 3. Nick Ahmed, 1 for 1. Corbin Carroll, 0 for 2. And a scary moment. We'll get into that here in just a little bit. Uh, Kyle Lewis, pinch hitter, 0 for 2. Walker, 0 for 3. Um, Gurliel has a DH 0 for 3. Rivera 0 for 3. Fletcher one for three, Moreno zero for three, and Alec Thomas one for three. The pitching for the Mets was uh, obviously super solid, as um, their starting pitching pitcher went eight innings, giving up only three hits, no one runs, walking one and striking out four. And then of course um, they shut it down with uh, their. Um, closer one inning one hit uh, no runs no walks no strikeouts Um, absolutely demolished um, the Diamondbacks and give the only team or the only uh, former only team uh, only former team that's what I need to say that uh, didn't have a shutout on the record now does thanks to Ryan Nelson Diamondbacks, uh, no runs on four hits. Mets, nine runs on 17 hits. No errors for either team. Here is the recap.
1: Nelson dominant in wins in his last two starts. He beat the Giants and the Angels, both on the road. And Gonzo, he has been impressive. Yeah, and you could really sense that he's starting to feel like a veteran out there, starting to pitch a lot better, and knows that this team now—they got that three-game losing streak. Everything's riding on him to go out there and have a good start this evening. Two has bounced to second right at Cattell Marte, and there's one away, and a high lazy pop fly, backing out as Marte coming on as Fletcher. And Fletcher will call up Marte and make the catch for round number two. Two out and nobody on here is Francisco Lindor. Hit hard over the bag. That's a fair ball going down the line. It hits off the sidewall as the ball dude gets out of the way. Lindor around second. He's going to try for third as Fletcher had trouble picking it up. And Lindor stands at third base. With a two out triple. His first triple of the season. That ball came around the sidewall and the outfield fence and eluded Fletcher, and that enabled Lidore to easily get third base. Now, Pete Alonzo will try and get the run in with two out. Been a rough series for Pete. He's gone 0 for 9 with five strikeouts. He drives this one toward the left field corner. That ball is out of here. 26 that gets it off the Schneid his first hit in the series is a laser beam that produces two first inning runs Lindor with a triple Alonzo with a two one homer and it's two nothing New York and they're up against the 36 year old right hander Carlos Carrasco his third season in New York the Mets have lost each of Carrasco's last five starts here's Cattell Marte who came off the bench yesterday and he pops one up behind home plate. Alvarez sheds the mask, hoping for room, and he had just enough to make the catch. Nice play by Alvarez. Went as far as he could possibly go back against that backstop plexiglass and was able to make the play. Now a throw to furnace and he picked him off. Perdomo is leaning the wrong way, and Carrasco picks him off to end the inning. Well, an inning that began with a leadoff walk. Ends with no difficulty for Carrasco and clearly Alonzo got the tag on in time. So two on and two on now Brandon Nimmo grounded out to second base leading off the game. And this is hit pretty well out to right, but playable for Fletcher. And Nelson able to strand two. It stays 2 nothing New York. Mets won five in a row in April. They had another five-game winning streak in May. It's been their longest of the year trying to match that tonight for the Diamondbacks half swing and Gouriel goes around on the slider there's that new and improved slider from Carrasco for his first strikeout of the night the 0 2 ground ball hit to short Lindor charges leans over to pick it up fires on the run in time to end the inning Lindor a couple of fine plays Carrasco collects the strikeout now for Francisco Lindor who collected his first triple of the season in the first inning. That's lined in the left center. A base hit for Lindor and that's going to go all the way back to the wall. Lindor racing for second. Thomas plays the carrot. He's going to try for another triple. The relay throw to third and Lindor is. What's the call. What. He didn't say safe. He didn't say out. So I guess he's safe. What? Second triple of the night for Lindor. The third base umpire Lance Barksdale never made a call. Lance. Come on Lance. Alonzo followed Lindor's first triple with a home run in the first inning. That's hit hard through the hole—a base hit for Alonzo, and he drives in his third run of the night. Well, whatever was plaguing Pete, he appears to have found the cure. Hit a fastball for a home run, first time up. That time, got a slider and pulled it through the hole. He's got 61 RBIs, in the Mets have a three-nothing lead. Vogelbach trying to snap an 0-for-12 stretch. Head of the count, two and zero, and he drives that one toward the right field corner. And that's going to be an extra base hit. Alonzo on his way to third. Joey Cor is going to wave him home, and there will be no relay throw. It's an RBI double for Daniel Vogelback, and it's four nothing New York. Everybody's hitting.
0: Boy, and Vogelback
1: needed that. Let's see if Jeff can join the hit parade here. McNeil one for eight in this series after heading to a fielder's choice his first time up. That's hit in the air tower with the gap in the left center field. That's going to be beyond Thomas's reach, and it hops over the wall for a ground rule double for McNeil. That plates Vogel back, and it's 5-0 New York. There you go, Jeff. So McNeil joins the extra base hit parade. That's with five extra base hits in the first three innings against Ryan Nelson. Francisco grounded into a fielder's choice his first time up. He's hit three home runs in his last four games coming in. And the breaking ball drilled to left field. Forget that again. Francisco Alvarez Homer in all three games of this series. A two run shot, and it's 7 0 New York. What have we got here? You met them. You got a pulse. So two on and one out, top of the fifth inning. And here's Francisco Alvarez, who's getting a cheer from the crowd. And now he's got a base hit up the middle. Vogelbach steaming around third, trying from the plate. Thomas still hits the mound, and Vogelbach scores. Vogelbach hustling home on the base hit by Alvarez, who has his third RBI of the the night to make an eight nothing New York Joey Cora third base coach okay. you go Joey Lindor was already three for three oh, two there, triples those? and a single thinking right Goal. center this time but he drills this one too deep for a triple that's going to sell out of here Francisco Lindor is four for four that's his 18th home run of the year double for the cycle nine to nothing New York so he's going to get at least one more at bat with a chance for a cycle what a day two triples a single and now his 18th home run of the year is 57th RBI to make it nine to nothing and the Mets have the first two men on against Ruiz in the seventh so Alvarez now with 16 home runs only one catcher 21 and under has ever hit more it was Johnny Bench with twenty six. And that went off the mid of Moreno and did it hit Alvarez? It did. It did. And he's a little annoyed and he's being steered to first base by Trip Gibson. And now the Mets dugout is emptying, and here comes the Diamondbacks dugout as well. So after Alvarez homered three times and put on a little dance party last night when he circled the bases, the Diamondbacks perhaps taking a little bit of exception. And he gets drilled and. It just nicked him. Yeah, but he clearly took offense to it, and that's why Tripp Gibson got in the way so quickly, and that's what caused the benches to empty. Bowl pens emptying as well, nobody doing anything but standing around. There's fam chatting with Alvarez. I think everybody just kind of rushed out there. They didn't want anything to happen and get out of hand. So Ruiz, after loading up the bases, strikes out Guillaume and Nimmo back to back with off speed stuff. Got him Jose Ruiz loads the bases and strikes out the next three. Wow. Change Uh of Carrasco Uh and Corbin Carroll is injured. Oh man. Holding his right arm and you have to worry about the right shoulder. I think it's his shoulder. The right shoulder which is what he grabbed the other night when he felt that awkward sensation Max Esposito will usher him off the field and a bad night just got a whole lot worse. And Trevor Gott will make his Mets debut trying to get the final three outs. Fly ball center field Tommy Pham coming in he's there and the ball game is over. The Diamondbacks are shut out for the first time this season. Big days for Alonzo and Lindor and Alvarez but mostly for Carlos Carrasco eight scoreless innings for his third win. The Mets sweep the Diamondbacks they've now won five straight matching their season long streak as they win tonight nine to nothing.
0: Definitely a rough, rough game. I mean, I'm not going to take back anything that I said about Ryan Nelson. I, I think there needs to be a change there. Um, I, you know, I understand that he's a, he's a rookie. I feel like he's uh, been a little bit more inconsistent than than the others. Um, you know, Dre Jamison at first, but he hasn't had a a second look, and I think he deserves one. Um and then uh, Tommy Henry has been been really good. I mean, yes, as I said at the top of the broadcast, um, uh, that Ryan Nelson had two back to back solid starts, and he did. He did have great solid starts. I think uh, I still think he has been a little bit more inconsistent. Uh, all all three of them, um, Tommy Henry, Ryan Nelson, and Dre Jameson, uh, really, uh nothing too spectacular, but Tommy Henry definitely seems like he's been on the up and up. And I would definitely like to see a change, uh, for that spot that Ryan Nelson has. And of course, uh, Zach Davies, that that's to be expected. I mentioned earlier that Corbin Carroll, um, you know, something that happened with him after I mentioned, uh, you know, what he did at the plate. You heard it there that, uh, um, he leaves the game with some visible pain after his swing in that um seventh i believe it is um, this it look also looks to be the same sh- shoulder that we talked about just a couple of days ago or, or so um, he did make it back to back in the dugout um, so you know it it will i guess we'll feel that it might um be okay um tory lovello does give us a an update which i'll play here in a second but uh, let's go to uh jody jackson and um and and mark grace
1: this is one of those games jody you, once again you have to be honest about it. it kind of went bad uh, with with the starting pitcher ryan nelson he just did not have it tonight he got hit and he got hit hard and a lot of damage with two outs and and that's one of the fastest rocket home runs i've ever seen off the bat of pete Alonso. that was with two outs in the first inning and then it just didn't get any better after that. you see the triple and by the way francisco lindor had one of the best nights you'll ever see at the, at the plate and then of course Alonso got another base hit there he's driven in all three at this time mogelbach rips one down the line you know that's not a triple that's a double and then this was a big play right here unfortunately corbin carroll he pulled up, and then you can see there. Uh, Manuel Rivera couldn't make the play. That kept the at bat alive right there. And then McNeil drives it into left for an R- for RBI ground rule double. And then that brought up that guy. That guy he hit another one. He hit another one.
2: In well, his last five games, and he's been unbelievable for them.
0: Yeah, he has been unbelievable for for the Mets. Um uh, hitting homers in in all three of these games, um, just just rough. And then, you know, how about uh the uh the start that um that uh, Carrasco had? Um, you you also heard from their broadcast that he hasn't got a win. And, and um, I don't know if they—I can't remember—they said any of his starts or the last couple of starts. So he hasn't been good, but you know, had a had a great night for them. Um, but here is uh, Tori on, uh, you know, just a little bit of an update on uh, Corbin Carroll.
2: Yeah. So the status of Corbin um, is that um, he has some right shoulder um, discomfort um there's no mystery to it um and you know things checked out a little bit more positive than i was expecting based on what i saw we all saw the same thing um i just was this far from it you guys probably saw it on on a screen uh, on a tv screen and you know it didn't look good so for the the last three or four innings, I, I that's all I was thinking about was like, how's Corbin? How's Corbin? How's he emotionally? How's he physically? So I just got in here, and I mean, we got some encouraging news. And I'm not going to lie, um, the stability in his shoulder checked out, um, and you know, there's there's different parts of of the arm that work um, work differently than than any of us know, and it's well above my pay grade. It's exactly what's going on, so. I know you guys will ask. Yes, there's going to be some imaging tomorrow um, tomorrow morning. We're, just, we're going to find out what's going on in there. But it's more positive than I was thinking after I saw what I saw. But at this point, you, know, you took precautions and you didn't play basically for three days. Correct. Now that you've had a recurrence of this, how much longer do you think you keep him out? Just right. You guys don't want it? to happen over and over again or to get it worse yeah so it's definitely a red flag a different red flag than it was four days ago or five days ago so i think that's why this time we're going to get some imaging um but corbin is very in tune with his body and he understands what he's feeling and you know he didn't feel something once again that didn't feel right and and we're going to go out there and go in there and get it checked out um, with some with some imaging, um, how much longer? I don't know. I don't know that answer. I don't know how long he'll, how many games he'll miss. I don't know if he's going to go on the IL. I don't know any of that stuff. Um, but we'll we'll get a clearer picture tomorrow uh, as to what the what the schedule will be moving forward. But I, I understand. I mean, it's the second time in in six days um, or seven days. It's just it's it's a red flag, and we're going to try and get to the bottom of it. What exactly was the positive news that you guys think? News that you that you guys got? Yeah, the strength and the stability of the shoulder was was fine um, and couldn't couldn't recreate any any symptoms. So that, that to me, was very positive. Based on what I saw, I, I wasn't thinking that at all. And I think everybody in this room that saw that, and every fan of the Arizona Dimebacks that was watching that, and every fan of Major League Baseball that's watching this unbelievable talent was thinking the same thing, um, but so we're we're going to push forward with some positive thoughts through this. Terry, what exactly is he feeling? Um, just the discomfort. Just discomfort. Something's not right in there, and um, you know he. That's what that's what he he says. You know, it's just some discomfort. Was it different than the other day, or worse? Or uh, fairly similar as it was to the other day.
0: So um, with that being said, I guess that's uh, encouraging. Um, if you've, you know, um, not seen it, you can probably find it. But, you know, when he takes a swing, you know, it looks like he takes a pretty decent rip at the ball and and then immediately drops his, his shoulder, drops the back, uh, bat, excuse me, um, and, you know, his, his other hand, um, goes straight to that the uh, injury, straight to the top of half of his shoulder, grabbing at it, um, and definitely a grimace on his face, in obvious pain, um, and uh, and to have, excuse me, to have what seems like a similar result according to to tory that you know he's feeling the same thing he did about six days ago when you know on the same shoulder i think uh because it's the same shoulder and because it's you know kind of back to back deals uh is why they're getting the imaging done on said shoulder and hopefully it's it's nothing uh too bad at all definitely hope it's not an il issue um i have a feeling though they will out of precaution um put' them on the you know on a fifteen day or something like that i l uh just kind of you know forced rest and um you know light rehab i guess uh but it it definitely looked uh, pretty pretty rough. Uh, it's good news that they could not uh, replicate what, uh, what happened. Um, but uh, something that we are hoping gets replicated, maybe not the last outing, but previous outings um, for, um, for today, Zach Gallon, the righty, goes up against Rich Hill, the lefty for the Pirates, and uh, that's uh, the next opponent for the Diamondbacks this this weekend to close out close out the week Diamondbacks are 50 and 38 um and that their lead shrinks once more to just a half game above the Dodgers in two and a half on the uh, San Francisco Giants. So it's uh it's no bueno at all. they desperately need to get. Uh, going um, Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly can do that and uh, we need them more than ever to do that um, we cannot have back to back sweeps back to back I believe we've already had back to back lost series um, I'm a double cheat and double check but um, sweep uh, getting swept by the, the Mets. And then, okay, no, not back-to-back loss series. So, yeah, cannot have back-to-back loss series because um, they won it, it um, uh, looks like, uh, two against the Angels. Yep, they won two against the Angels. Uh, that was the last series before this Mets series. So, cannot have back-to-back sweeps. Cannot have back-to-back lost series. Have to win um, against this uh, pirates team um, a two two to one series win or or a sweep would obviously be a, a lot better and uh, most certainly preferable um, no doubt about it uh, they have to find a way to build this lead against the, these uh, two western uh, division, Uh, opponents in any way and every way they can Um, and Mike Hazen and company have have to find a way to to bring someone in make a move or or something because like I said every time every day that they don't they're telling us the fans that they don't want to win they don't want to go deep in the playoffs Um, We need to get something going on now. It's something that I've been screaming for a while. Um, But anyway, that's everything I have on the show, everything I have on the D-backs. I appreciate you guys, as always, uh, listening. I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate the comments, the the questions, the maybe concerns, if you have any. All can be addressed. BigSkySportsTalk at gmail.com. And then um, trying to get more and more content, um, please check us out on on the social media platforms. That's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. All of it, very simple, at Big Sky Sports Talk. So at Big Sky Sports Talk, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And then Big Sky Sports Talk at gmail.com to shoot me an email if you would like to do so. Um, And then as far as listening to the show, we have Spotify, Apple, Google, Audible, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, uh, Stitcher, uh, just about everywhere you can find us. Um, We are available. Um, It's very easy. Like and subscribe on those pages. Like and subscribe. Hit the bell notification on uh, whatever listening platform you choose. If it's multiple, that's great. That'd be great. It's, uh, that bell notification will obviously send you, you know, a notification letting you know when we drop a podcast, um, typically Monday through Friday, but we might do something different, um, not have a show or whatever. And it makes it easy for you to share with your friends and family your neighbors and enemies, um, until tomorrow or no until Monday, have a good weekend.